Welcome to the Not Great Parents podcast. I am Molly. I'm Not Great Parent. This yes. is Nathan, who is a Not Great Parent. That's correct. Yes, and we're proud of it. That is correct. We want to be people who are not pursuing what the world calls great. Right. We say more success, more money, bigger and better experiences, more accomplishments and achievements but instead to be people who are pursuing the goodness of God, even if that means we have less achievements or less money at times, right? Right. And less success in the world, uh, we are pursuing the goodness of God, which looks like uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, all those lists of descriptions of life in God's kingdom. Uh, Even Jesus would say at times it looks like being meek, Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and being people who turn the other cheek and right. all the kind of things that don't look like the greatness of the world. No. And there may be some things from the greatness of the world that, that sure. happen in your life. Sure. And, and that's not what we're saying. We're saying that we are intentional right. and we are focused on making sure that the priority is um, the goodness of God and, and helping um our families and our children see that goodness of God and move toward who they're going to be in the kingdom of God. And so we've been in this series called Family Matters, where we've been talking about why does the family matter, yeah. right? Why does why does God put us in families? And we've said it's a, it's a model for what life in God's kingdom, in his church, uh-huh. under our heavenly father, right? right? That we're to be this model for our kids of what life in that is like. And we said... Uh, right at first, we kind of talked about what it is to be a model for the church, a model for life in the church. And we're going to return to that when in just a few, few weeks, hopefully, we keep adding episodes. Hopefully. Uh, when we start talking about what our rule of life is and yes. how that affects our life in the church. Uh, but then we start talking about this idea of becoming homes where our children feel confident and not confident to succeed, right. but really confident to fail. Right. Confident. Because they know that. God and we as their parents are for them and we love them. And that isn't conditional upon achievement or upon, um, you know, what the world would say that they, they should do it. They're confident because they know who they are in God. They know who they are in Christ's kingdom. And they know, you know, that that love isn't wavering. That's right. You know, that they're going to fail and that they're going to mess up. And this is what it looks like when that happens. And so we've spent a lot of time talking about that. Yeah, and how to how all of that really comes through us as parents yep. and through our families that God's love exists even if we grew up in homes where our parents weren't as loving as they should have been or as, you know, supportive as they should have been. But we certainly as parents want to be parents where God's love comes through us to right. our children that they see in us the way that love is supposed to be so they can connect to God. And last week we started talking about this idea, this pivotal part of it, which is to give this blessing to our children. Right. This blessing of our approval, uh, the, this blessing of really giving them a calling on their life of, hey, God has a future for you. Right. God has this immense value he's placed on you. And I see that value right. and I see that future and I see that those kind of I see in you conversations. Right. That and that's such a bat in of itself, having somebody recognize those things about you, recognize who you are, see you for who you are, good and bad. Yes. And believe in you and yes. be for you. That blessing, that gift is awesome. But we spoke about the importance of communicating that to their children and, and, communi- and making it specific to our children, making it something that 
we spoke to them and non-verbally spoke to them that helped them, um, helped them understand it, receive that message. And then also we spoke it in a way that was not just right now in this moment, you're this, it was, I want to help you see this picture of who you are in God's kingdom. And so it's a great episode. If you didn't watch it, go back and and listen to it. And really that's sort of the foundation of today's episode. So we talked last time about what it means to, to speak blessings um, over your children and sort of what the components of those blessings are. But this episode, we want to talk about some additional tools or resources that will help you in communicating those blessings to your children. And specifically to your children, because we talked about how hard it is sometimes to come up with language, especially, Mm -hmm. I'll say this, I know it's stereotypical for men, I'll say in our family, and I think my wife would admit this, um, kind of verbal words of affirmation um, are hard for her to really get language around. She feels all the things, Uh she thinks all the things, but somehow expressing those verbally, it's difficult, but she's found a lot of success, um, with really these two different tools that we're going to talk about today, um, to help us see how our children receive love, how they need to hear love from us. Right. Um, and being able to start using some of those words. So the first one I think for us to talk about is one I think kind of generally known about in our world is this idea of the five love languages. Yep. And I think we did an episode on it last year or an episode that, you know, had some components of it last year, but it's this idea that there are five love languages that we give and receive love kind of in an order of these languages, depending on who we are. Right. Right. So let's if we can remember what they are. Yeah, so um, first, before we even do that, I want to say, and we'll put a link in the show notes, these were really developed by Gary Chapman, Mm -hmm. uh, who's a psychologist. He's written now, as often people do once you've written one successful book, he's got a whole empire of books. Now there's love languages for all kinds, for your pets. For the workplace. For your pets. (laughs) How do you you find love in the workplace? Um, But all kinds of of love languages. We're just talking about the original five love languages. Yeah, and I do believe there's love languages with your kids. There I think are. Believe you have some. So we'll link to that. But um, the five that are consistent are physical touch. Yes. Right. Uh, words of affirmation. Acts of service. Acts of service. Quality time. And one of my favorites, yes. gifts. So let's start with that. Before we even break them down, I'm just interested. Let me see if I can guess. Oh, um, I have two in the too strong. Well, yeah, you, so just so people know, you have five, there's two that are strong, there's two that are weak, and then there's one that, you know, hit or miss for you. And then there's some that you give it and you give them one way and you receive them one way. So those are always confusing, but I'm going to bet your two love languages are, your two strong love languages are gift giving. Uh And I'm going to say verbal affirmation. Yep. Yeah, I can see that (laughs) because, and I'll say this, uh, those are the ones that are most evident in, uh-huh. in, in the way that you at least present yourself uh-huh. in the, and I don't, I'm I assuming often, at home it's I the same I think I way. give and receive them the same way. Yeah, I think I do too. I know there are people who, who don't. I think my wife is in that. I think there are some that she, she gives love one way and she receives them in a different way. Yeah, but. I think like for me, gift giving is, is something that I do um, enjoy doing. But when other people give me gifts, I might appear awkward about it. 
but ultimately it matters a ton to me right. that somebody would like think and to give thoughtful me a gift. gift and thoughtful gift, not just like, Oh, Hey, here's a piece of gum, but like, Hey, well, cause I know for you and I have another person in my life who is uh, very important to me yes. and she is a gift giver and she hates to give gift cards. Oh, gift cards are the worst. Even though my, one of oh, my I do them. If I know. I have somebody in my life that has said to me, I like practical gifts. Yes. And I've said, oh, what's the fun in that? Yes, exactly. But, but over years of me giving right. gifts that I right. was so excited to give because I knew there was meaning in them going, okay. I really, or you shouldn't have done this. And then I'm like, what? Oh, no. Because... You know, different people receive them differently, too. Yes. So, All right. Do you have a guess on what my top two are? I think af words of affirmation. That is one. Is number one. And maybe physical touch. Physical touch is another one. I, I think, think I think it's interesting um, going into it. And then my lowest, which probably doesn't shock you, is my lowest is gift giving. Yeah, I can see that. And then acts of service is also... I, I'll say this. Acts of service may actually be higher than quality time. My wife's which is just the divine trick God plays on us. My wife's number one is quality time. Yeah. And that one's pretty low for me. And then uh, two is um, she now thinks it might actually be acts of service. She told me that recently. She's, she really appreciates that. But the other one would probably be words of affirmation. That's somewhere mm -hmm. in there. Um, I like, for me, quality time is up there pretty high too. I mean, that yeah. would be my middle one probably. Yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's all pretty low. For, I'm the kind of person that, uh, I can love you from afar. Yeah, you know, I can. I can. Yeah. I'm, I, if you if you wrote me a letter once a week telling me all the things you loved about me, you would. That would be. I'm awesome. like, we don't ever have to see each other. Thanks for letting <laughs> me know. You know. But I guess that's not true because I'm also my, my kids will laugh. I mean, I'm just. I I need to I need to hug. I need to walk up and With kiss the you on the head. I need to, yeah. Yes. And uh, so let's talk about what they are and how you might see this in your kids. So let's start with physical touch. Um, I have one 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 daughter who just every. And I was this way as a kid. Every 10 minutes, if we're in the room together, yeah. she's not comfortable. She's not walking up and hugging me or climbing up. She she does this thing where she'll walk up to me and she'll just run her hands down my face. Oh, she'll just terrible. go. She'll just go <laughs> and I like it. My wife yeah. is like, okay, I'm trying to let you show me love. You yes, know? yes. Uh, but, you know, and, and you know it. As soon as you heard it, you just knew it. You knew if your kid has physical touch, they just, they want to hug you. I like that. You know, and... Honestly, I'll tell you this. If you've got sons who are this way, um, I, our world, as, as a guy who I think physical touch might actually be my highest one, um, men are not comfortable with physical mm -hmm. affection. Uh, luckily, my dad, it, which dad is funny, is. a lot of people don't know this because my dad doesn't like to hug people. Um, but with us, he was always very physically affectionate, mm -hmm. so it's good. But I'm often, and this is going to sound weird, but I'm often in meetings with coworkers, and if it was very intense afterwards, I'm like, man, I'd really like to go give them a hug. Like, I'd really like them to know, like, Ugh. you know, like this is how I want them to know I'm okay. Let's start hugging you when we have intense meetings. There that, you go. That for me would be like, definitely like yeah. difficult, but yes. also, you know, something yes. different. For someone to walk, or even just to walk up and go, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, like we're okay. Yes, all like, of that <laughs> kind of stuff is important to me. And if you have a kid who's that way, and I'll just say once again, I think, Women are much more naturally physical, uh, mm -hmm. physically affectionate. You know, I'll say it's not that way in every culture. I know it's per even particularly in like Latin cultures, or you'll see it like, uh, I mean, stereotypically like in Italian American mm -hmm. cultures, men are more comfortable being physically affectionate, mm -hmm. but certainly in white European cultures, mm -hmm. just not that way. And if you have sons, uh, dads being physically affectionate with their sons, mm -hmm. you know, or physically affectionate with their daughters, 
being able to have that, I think, is huge. I think so, too. Uh, words of affirmation. Uh, how does words of affirmation show up for you? What, how would you know? Do you have a child that words of affirmation are big? Um, yes, I have a child that, I do have a child that loves words of affirmation. Yeah. And so it shows up in, if I say something, you know, where I recognize something that they did or something that was, or I encourage them mm -hmm. in a way, then they're going to, you know, they're going to do it again and again and yes. again. Or they're waiting if they spent time doing something they want the word of affirmation yes. they're going to linger a little longer to get it yes. or if i don't give them they're going to be hurt yes and it shows up in that way i have one who's a words of affirmation and the way you know it is she she leaves us little notes around the house oh yes in different places and it's you know mommy you're and the tells whatever. you you're that oh yeah she'll she she shares it which lets me know or i have one who we found out verbal affirmation was hard high for her because i i'm a verbal affirmation person i i write them little letters and i found out she had a whole thing with all my letters oh, like and yeah. she likes to pull them out right. because that's it, my it, child it really it really <laughs> matters to her and one of my daughters who is she writes the notes she's you know she's little so she doesn't know but she likes she she's trying to come up with puns, but they don't make so like she'll go over to like the sugar jar and leave, you know, very unsanitary, shove this little sweaty note down into the sugar jar. And, uh -huh. you know, so I'll be sitting there scooping out sugar napkin. and I'll go, Ew. I'll pull it out. and It'll be like, you're as sweet as sugar. Like, <laughs> great. That's great. But then there was one where she left in my wife's shoes. No. <laughs> she says, you always hold my shoes for me. Uh, we don't even know work. what that means. That doesn't but work. She was trying really hard. She was trying hard, yes, to recognize and give some affirmation there. And yeah. so, if if well, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's right, go to the next one. Acts of service is that what we said? Acts of service. So I have one child that is her number one. Is one if anything is if there is something she really doesn't want to do, mm -hmm. you know, even or if there's a chore that she, you know I need her to do if I'll just come over with her and go hey can I help you mm -hmm. she is like over the moon doing it together yeah she's like help me with this do this you know if I you know instead of walking in the room and I see her jacket on the floor because she left it there you know mm -hmm. sometimes she has to learn to come pick it up but occasionally if you picked it up for her if I say hey I saw your jacket I put it over here she feels huge another way I know she has acts of service is whenever we have a moment where she feels very loved or very connected. Like often for her, she <laughs> has a lot of difficult emotions. And when I help her work through those, mm -hmm. my wife and I regularly joke, she'll walk up to one of us afterwards and go, can I clean something for you? <laughs> hey, that can, works, man. Can I clean something for you? Can I help you with something? Is there something I uh -huh. can do for you? Because it's her way of saying, I'm so thankful for how you've helped me. I want to show love to it's you. a good way to way. activate those <laughs> cleaning, the cleaning side of her. That's right. But... Anyway, that has taught me, you know, one thing I can occasionally do to show her love is, you know, yes, she does need to learn how to do her chores and she needs to do that. But occasionally, mm -hmm. if I as dad can come in and go, hey, let's wash these dishes together. Uh -huh. Let's make this work a little more enjoyable. It lets her know, wow, my dad. Or if there was something that needed to be, something needed to be fixed in her room. She really wanted her room to be more unique. You know, and there's you. nothing special about my room. And so she told me she wanted to have this thing hung over her bed that has like this little, you know, like, I don't know what you call them. Like, it's like, like a little veil that goes over the yes. bed. Yes. A canopy? Went, yeah, okay, there you go. Canopy, <laughs> yes. I hung that over her bed. And or for three veil. days, daddy was the best <laughs> yes. daddy in the world. And so we did that. You know, those little acts are just a way to say, I yeah. love you. Yeah. You matter to me. Right. Next one is quality time. Mm -hmm. This one's huge for my wife. 
these are the kids and I have one who this is her thing. She, she don't want to do any work. She don't want to do nothing. But she will sit there and peel potatoes for seven hours if you sit right next to her and look her in the face the whole time to do it. If she can have eye contact with you. Okay, I like some quality time. I wouldn't do potatoes for that long. She but. would sit there. She wouldn't care how long it was. Or she'd be happy to just stand there with you the whole time you did something just that we could be just together. Just you can be together. Wow. My wife, I always joke about My wife and I have been together since we were 15 and ever since. You know, I'm very active and I like yeah, to do I stuff. My wife, I always joke, is kind of like my puppy dog. Like right. she just, she's like, whatever you're doing, I just want to. Yeah, like she comes to this, you know, we, we do a planning meeting. Yes. And sometimes I think she just likes being with us. I mean, she, she will contribute to the meeting, oh, but yeah. she's not, she doesn't need to be the center of attention in the yeah. meeting. She lets all of us do whatever. And she just, sometimes I look over and I think, you're lo- just like being here with all of us. She just and wants to I be a like, part of what's going on. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm here for that because I get that. <laughs> yes. And so I have a daughter that's that way uh-huh. and she just wants to be together. That's what we always say is no matter what we're doing, she's the one that wants everyone to be together. Uh-huh. And so if you have a kid who has that thing and they're just, you know, they're, they're your little shadow. Uh-huh. I had someone to call this daughter of mine that anywhere you see me and you'll know once you see if, if we're in public, she's standing right next to me. Huh. She's the one she just wants to be right with mommy, right with daddy, you know. And then, of course, the last one is gift giving. And you're the gift giver, so I'll let you. How would you know if your kid had gift giving as a love language? You would probably get every pro- school project oh, thing. Yeah. And it, they would want you to recognize them. Not right. just like, hey, here's this. But, yes. like, there would be something that they would deem special about it or intentional for you. Yes. So I used your favorite colors, mommy. Mm. Or... I made that, I used your name mm-hmm. on that. You know, when I was practicing my handwriting, I wrote your name. Or yes. um, I, you know, I, some of, one of my, the child of mine that is also kind of into gift giving, he's very much like, it's not just about the gift, but it's about the way in which you present the gift, which is right. totally me. Yes. <laughs> the package is half the fun, right? Yes. But you will see that it's a presentation of the gift. It's not yes. just the handing over of the gift. And it might be the frequency or, or I Or it might be frequency. Yeah, I was going to say it might be the frequency of I'm getting everything, you know, every school project. It might also be because I have one daughter and her highest is gift giving. And we don't get a lot of frequent, mm-hmm. but when we get a gift, it has been, I mean, it is, so, it, it might be one of the best gifts I've ever gotten in my life. Like, you yeah. know, she's like, I thought about it. I noticed this mm-hmm. thing about you. I I spent a lot of time preparing it. Yes. You know, I want this to be, she's the one in our family who, she's the only sister who buys gifts for all of her other sisters. Mm-hmm. Because at Christmas time, she wants yes. like this experience. Yes. We don't make our kids buy gifts for each other. And so, but she just, she'll come to me right. a month or two in advance. Hey, I know it's getting close to time. Uh-huh. Do I have enough money to start buying them? gifts and yeah, she thinks about something. it yeah she puts effort into it and you know so and sometimes it might show up in frequency i mean i often give away things that even if it's something that i don't want anymore but i instead of giving instead of throwing it away i might give it away i mean it might be something simple like right. even like i gave your your girl's nail polish the other day right i wasn't using it but i certainly want them to have it and enjoy it like yes. i you know i I love them. I want them to be, you know, happy with this. And, and so I say, here, you can have this. Yes. You know, it's not, to me, gift giving, it looks like both. But the intentional gift giving is where yes. it feels very, like, yes. special.
I would start looking at which of these is the way they give and receive love because if you don't if you don't speak their language you may be really trying to convey that you love them and it's not they probably know it but there's a way it seeps into us when you speak the language yeah. I remember hearing um, at a multicultural church conference I was at they were talking about people don't really accept the gospel until they hear it in their mother tongue. Yeah. And the reason that you call the your first language the mother tongue is because they say usually you have to hear the words of Jesus in the language that your mother sang songs to you as a baby. That there's a way in which, yeah. and they're like, for those of us who grew up in America where almost everyone speaks English, you don't think about it because that's just been your experience. But you know, if you're from another country and you come here and when you hear it in Spanish or you mm -hmm. hear it in German, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, whatever or, language or it is. one of those click dialects. Oh yeah, exactly. He's like, but you hear it in that. And yes. there's something about the way my, my, the language I hear things in, it speaks to my soul. And so your kid, I'm not saying, I want to be clear. I think your children know you love them. There's a difference though, that it gets to my when I, when I go and clean my daughter's room for her mm -hmm. or help her with it, there's a way in which she, I mean, you can see it. It is overflowing out of her. My dad loves me. Uh -huh. When I go and sit with my wife and say, hey, we're just going to go have dinner mm -hmm. and just sit together and just talk about our day. Uh -huh. <sighs> You know, yeah. one, one of my children now do this afternoon workout class uh -huh. at the Y. And you guys and, just sit there, don't and you? I, and I go and I, my wife goes and takes them and I'll say, hey, when I get off work, I'll just come sit with you at the thing. Uh -huh. It is Ooh, yeah, top, top level. She is. She's just like tell, tell. You don't even have to tell me about your day. Let's just talk about anything. Yeah, because let's be here. together here. Right. Yeah. I remember as a kid one time we were all hanging around, and I think I'm really the only words of affirmation kid in our family. And one day my dad was talking about something. He started saying something about me, and I was like, "Shut up! He's talking about me. Like I need to hear this. I need yeah. to hear what he, you know, he has to say." Um, so I say all that to say. For you to be able to recognize what your kids and then begin to speak their language. Uh -huh. You know, I'm not a gift giver, but I, I actually try occasionally. And even small things. Uh -huh. I try with my my daughter, who's a gift giver, to stop at the store. Mm -hmm. And if I see something in the store and it's a little piece of candy that I know she loves, to come home and just say, hey, I saw this and I thought yes. about you. And That's she, all it takes. <sighs> uh -huh. You know, I don't have the ability because I don't speak that language really to sit and really come up with this thoughtful gift that like will blow her away. And uh -huh. she's like, I can't do that, but I can, I can, I can speak a few of the words. Uh -huh. I can get little gifts here and there, yeah. you know, or, and, and I'm not really good well, at quality time, but I can learn. I can well, do little bits. Yeah. As a gift giver, one of the things I often do is I often give people things that I like, you right. know, I, oh, and it's stupid. Chap yes. Chapstick or something small, like, I like this, and I thought I would. If you don't like it, it's okay. I just I like it, so I want you to like you know try yes. it too. Yes. See, it, you just have to think. It, 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 any type of give, any type of love language requires you to kind of just think outside of yourself. You turn towards that other person and think, what would they want or need? Meaning, would they want some quality time with me? Would they want right. me to say the words, the po you know, the positive things that I'm thinking yes. about them? Well, it, would they, how would they feel if I said those things? Or would they want me to help them do something? Like you just, it's up to us to kind of, as parents, especially to understand how our kids love it, lo are loved and show love so that we can best speak to them. Well, and even asking them specific things. I remember when yeah. we were in uh, premarital counseling, my 
uh, our therapist said to to Jennifer, he said, because he could see both of our personalities, oh, yeah. and he said, because of your personality, I bet you never tell Nathan the things that he's good about, that he's good right. at. And she goes, I tell him all the time. And I said, I don't think I've ever once heard you. And at this point, I've, I led worship every Sunday. I don't think you've ever told me you think I'm good at singing. And she was like, what? Yeah. Of course I have. And uh -uh. I said, I don't think you've ever said those and words. And because to those words matter to you, affirmations matter. Yes. You actually know that those have never I said, I honestly, you're not mad point, about it. I was kind of shocked that she actually thought I was good. I was like, because I've been singing in front of you for five years. You've never said it. Uh -huh. I, I assumed you just didn't like the sound of my voice. And, when, <laughs> and so what he said to her was, when, when Nathan comes off stage, you need to say it to him then, but then two or three days later, you need to say, by the way, that song you sang on Sunday was really good. Uh -huh. He goes, you need to remember. And I'll say over the last, we've been married now 15 years, she's really, I can tell she's put the, it's not natural for her, it's not uh -uh. her language, uh -uh. but she has learned how to say those things to me. And, and what's funny is, you know, I'm a verbal affirmation person. She would say, you know, I didn't realize why you kept telling me how pretty you thought I was or why right. you, why you, why you always were insisting that you loved me so much. She goes, it just felt weird, but she goes, it's so natural for you. Mm -hmm. It's the way you speak. So I'll, I'll say this before we move on to the, the next part. And this is not to freak anybody out because it is inevitable, mm -hmm. but I did hear this thing and I think it's very true. Whatever are your top love languages are most likely that way because they're the things you did not receive as a child. I believe that. That the things that you, and it doesn't mean you never got them. Like I said, my dad was physically affectionate. Mm -hmm. Like, so was, I don't, it's not physical touch, but I will say I did not receive them at the level that I probably wanted to. Right. Right. And words of affirmation, uh, those kind of things, you look at them, it, it doesn't mean that you as a parent, if you're, whatever it is. It doesn't mean you failed at it. It no. means that, that your child, wired the way that they are, has a need for more of that. <laughs> and so you probably want to become aware of them, not as a way of saying, oh man, I really messed up. I've not been giving them enough gifts or I've not been hugging them enough. Quick, it's go not to the store. <laughs> yes. It's a way to say, because this is the way that they're wired up, I want to lean really hard that way because most likely that's something that I don't naturally do. Well, this was interesting. It was yeah. definitely longer than we had initially anticipated, but I think it's really good information and yes. certainly helpful to know and understand about your kids and yourself. Yeah, yeah. and I think uh, for those of you who actually pay attention at the beginning, we said we're going to give you two, uh, two helpful tools. We still have a second helpful tool, and as you can tell, Molly and I are wearing different clothes. We changed. Uh, we decided after reviewing the material which we had uh, filmed, like an hour and 10 minutes of content. We yes. said, that's too long for one episode. Yes. So we're going to split it up. And next week, you'll get to have the, uh, the, the second, second tool. tool. Right, the so second tool, which... If is... you pay $29.99. <laughs> yes, now we're going to start charging for that second tool. Yes, this is uh, this is our, what do you call it, uh, freemium. Yeah. Our freemium. You get the first get one free, one. and then you get the premium content mm -hmm. yes. on the back half. And then we'll, we'll, then we'll start you again later on. That's right, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just going to keep going. This is our whole pyramid scheme. Yeah. You guys can go out there and get our merch. Yeah, our merch that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. But there will be some. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're committed to the merch. It's <laughs> so. 29 dollars
five, we will start reducing. Yeah, that's true. You start sending us money, maybe we would have to actually do something. Yeah. But who knows? Well, part two will be in yeah. the next um, the next episode, and it is another really great tool along these yeah. lines that we talked about. And um, I hope that you will all join us for that. And if you have any questions or yeah. any comments or you just want to say hey um, there's a link in the show notes here and then we'll also link um, something on the love languages for you guys if you would like to go and research or look at something other than just the words that came out of our mouth yes exactly (laughs) exactly so thank you for joining us and i hope that you guys all have a good day and we'll see you for part two